0: Welcome to the Loan Hunter podcast. I am Heather Hunter Jackson, covering all things real estate and finance in the greater Sacramento area. Whether you are an industry professional, first time home buyer, or a homeowner looking to learn more, my goal of this podcast is to take the complicated language and conflicting information you find online and make it simple and easy to understand. Welcome back to another episode of the Lone Hunter podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about buying in Wilton, California, which is a very popular place up here in the Sacramento area. I have Diane Johnson with the Johnson and Bauer Real Estate Group joining me to talk all about Wilton. So let me introduce her, you guys. Um, Diane is actually near and dear to my heart because she is the first realtor that I started actually doing business with when I was a loan officer. I don't think you knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, When I went back into producing loans on my own, she was one of the first people I started working with long term. So um, she is definitely one of my faves. Let me tell you about her. In the early 80s, Diane moved to the Elk Grove Wilton area, where she met her husband, Mike, and started a family. While raising her four boys, Diane and her husband started to invest in residential real estate. In 2005, Diane got her real estate license and started representing clients. Over the past 40 years, Diane has watched Elk Grove, Wilton, and surrounding areas grow and loves to share her knowledge and love for real estate with her clients. So welcome, Diane. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining me. So as I mentioned, and you guys may have heard, Diane does live in Wilton. Um, let's start for people that aren't really familiar with Wilton. Where where is it exactly? So Wilton is in southeast of Sacramento,
1: and I always love to say Wilton is in the middle of nowhere, but thirty <laughs> minutes from anywhere. Right. That's so, true. Yeah, that's a great so, way to yeah. put it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're out there, but you know, we're not too far for a, month, a lot of things. So and you're
0: just outside of. South of Elk Grove or Um, East Elk Grove, kind of south, yes, East Elk Grove, um, south of Rancho Marietta,
1: kind of in that little pocket out there, heading towards Ione and the, you know, that direction. Okay.
0: Awesome. How long have you lived in Wilton? So I have been in Wilton 40
1: years this year. Wow. I know. Wow. Since I'm only 45, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Right. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've okay. seen a lot of changes. Yeah. And you've raised, you raised your family there. I raised my four boys there. Yep. yep. Our four boys. Yep. I should say. Um, <laughs> have you guys been in the house that you live in now? Has that been the yeah, house you've so been that in was the whole
1: that My husband owned that house before okay. we got married. So it does not look anything like it did when we bought it. Right. When, or when I moved in. So <laughs> it was 1,100 square feet and we're close to 3,000 now. So wow. Yeah. By the okay. time we had another kid, we added another wing. So. Right. <laughs>
0: what is it that you love most about Wilton
1: I love the rural feel the sense of community you know the small town Mm -hmm. you know it's it's very rural and it's very close to my heart because it's very similar to where I grew up as a kid Mm -hmm. so it's yeah yeah that's what I love about
0: it what is the population of Wilton
1: it's right about 18,000 okay
0: what is
1: the lifestyle,
0: like in Wilton,
1: it's great. I mean, everyone out there lives on at least two acres. Most, the majority of people live on five. Um, but it's just a great sense of community and small town feel. Everyone pretty much knows everyone, so it's just it's just a neat place to live. People still wave at you. The crime, there's really not much crime, and yeah, yeah it's just a great, great
0: area. So. Awesome. Let's just talk some current market stats and trends. I mean, we're low inventory everywhere. But, you know, kind of what is your, I would say, what are inventory levels? What's the average price? Because like you said, most things are on two to five acres. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the competition like? You know, how long do things sit on the market? Things like that.
1: So right now, there. I looked before I came, um, there is only 15 houses on the market right now. One five? One five 15. Wow. Yeah. So... (laughs) And there's a few that are sitting because they are overpriced, and you know a few that you know need need a lot of work. But the average price in Wilton is 800 to like a million two is the average price range. And right now we're at about 40 to 45 days on the market. But things that come on that are in good shape and priced right, they go quick. Right. So
0: okay, um, you know what type of homes are in Wilton?
1: So, like I said, everyone lives on at least two acres. Most mm-hmm. of them are ranchette type. You know, a lot of almost a lot of people have animals. Mm-hmm. You know, backyard horses, cattle, sheep, goats, chickens, those sorts of things. So, um, but yeah, so mostly small ranchettes. But there is definitely open farmland, bigger bigger parcels also.
0: Is it more um like single story yeah, living yeah. versus two story? I mean, there are some
1: people that have two story. I always yeah. wondered why would you have a two story when you're on Right big two, open five land. ten yeah. acres you know why would you have a two story house but <laughs> right. yeah, but most of them are they are really Wilton is hard to comp because right. they're it's not like living in a neighborhood, not every you know fourth or fifth house is the same model right there is a very small it's called the ranch it's um two hundred and twenty um, homes in Wilton that they're only on two acres um it's a jts community those are um, you know, more like a neighborhood, mm-hmm. but that's really the only part of Wilton
0: that's that, that way. was built in, and
1: it's right in the oh, started 05, 06, Right. As I that, say, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Right yeah. during
0: our yeah. housing yeah. boom it, bust it pretty, cycle, yeah, it,
1: yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, things went crazy, and there was a lot of foreclosures yeah. in there. But yeah, it's it's a it's a great community if that's what you're looking for, right?
0: And just a not well-known fact about Diane, when you mentioned there's farm animals and stuff, you have cows. (laughs) Yes, we have cows.
1: Well, my husband's a veterinarian, so we have, um, well, right now we have a possum um, and a and a pet crow. So, um <laughs> so when you're married to a vet, you do you yeah, we've seen a lot over the years. We've got like, yeah. a lot of things. I remember
0: he used to have a pet squirrel. Yeah, is we that... have,
1: yeah, we've it's... had three squirrels. Okay. That, yeah, so <laughs> and actually one of them is still running on our property, you know, we oh. see him every once in yeah. a while hanging out. So, um but yeah, so we have um we raise black angus cattle, so we have well right now babies are starting, so right. the herd will double, so we'll have like 60 and
0: a month, so I just remember like the first time you told me like, oh yeah, like this morning I had to get up and I do this with the cows and I'm like, wait, what? You do all this before you come to work? And I know, yeah, <laughs> yep. So that's awesome, but that is kind of typical, yeah, of, that's totally typical yeah. of people out yeah. in Wilton,
1: right? Some people, you know, have more. Just I mean, we have a little more land, but a lot of people have just like you know. A, Horse and a right. you know, goat and you know, a couple of small farm animals. And, and
0: I'll add like a caveat from a, a financing standpoint is that you know when we're talking about buying in Wilton with the type of financing I do is is generally the home. And yes, it's two to five acres, but it can't be. I can't lend on an operating farm. farm. And most of the stuff out there is probably not operating more, farms. Yeah, it's hobby farms, hobby farms farm. is what we yeah, call them. More hobby farms, yeah, which is you know acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're someone that literally you farm and raise cattle, sell them, and that's your main, main income source yeah, yeah, yeah. on your tax returns, yeah. that's, we're probably mm-hmm. not going to be able to help help you. I yeah. can refer you to someone else, but, um, that's not really what we're talking about here. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> is there, um, a lot of opportunities for people to buy just raw land and build homes?
1: So there is, um, still, I mean, it seems to be, you know, every, you know, like everywhere it's developing and so less and less. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there currently is six ho- six lots on the market right now mm-hmm. um, for sale. But, yes, there is that opportunity.
0: And what type of um, – do you recall, like, the size of the lots? Um,
1: so the smallest one was two up to, like, 13 acres. Okay. But, yeah, so the typical – I mean, usually not no less than two and, you know, up to 20,
0: 80, you know, 120. Um, and roughly – if we're just talking 2 to 13 what kind of price range is that raw that's land? about
1: yeah, about 300 to
0: 500,000 okay so i if someone were to want to buy and build a home i know you and i have talked about this a few times mm-hmm. um you know i'm always going to tell someone we we kind of encourage people to do um, what we call kind of a construction all-in-one where you're buying the land and starting right. the financing piece right away, which I'll do an episode on, on construction loans at, at some point. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you really have to be conscious if you're just buying the land and right. you're not getting ready to construct that you really – do your due diligence to make sure that utilities are easy to get to the property and right. things like that.
1: Yeah. Right? So Wilton is, so there are, there's, there's no sewer line and water line. Right. So everyone has their own individual well and septic. So mm-hmm. that's a cost you incur Um a well right now, just to, just the well, well part to be drilled is about $30,000. Okay. And then a septic rough about 13 to $15,000. And that depends on, how many bedrooms, that means how many dry wells. So that's probably another whole episode. Of, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so those things, you know, have to be considered. Right. But once they're in, you're not paying for water. You're not right. paying for... Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. And um, you also cost to construct is actually pretty pricey still. Yeah. Um, so people really need to consider whether you buy a home that already has the land or whether you really want to go through right, the process right, of right. buying and building because mm-hmm. it's yeah. usually pricier than you think. Exactly. <laughs> so. Exactly. And
1: then, yeah, bringing in power, you know, because power will come to this, usually to the street and you can only, the first 300 feet is free mm-hmm. beyond that. It's on your dime. So right. depending on if you get a bigger piece of property, how far, you bring in power.
0: Right. Okay. Um, okay. And we did uh, mention well and septic. So, um, you know, what you mentioned the costs to put it in, but mm-hmm. obviously we're that's if someone was buying land. Right. So if, if you're buying a house that already has the well and septic on there, mm-hmm. what are we looking at in terms of, you know, inspection costs to begin with? And then what type of maintenance costs are you looking at for that?
1: So typically when we do a home inspection or when we we're, someone's buying, we recommend they have a well and septic inspection the well inspection is about 150 to 180 dollars um which is not a lot and that Mm -hmm. will tell you like how old the pump is how deep the well is how many gallons per minute you get and then they always check to make sure there's no any bacteria in Mm -hmm. the groundwater um so that's about 150 dollars the septic is you have to pump
0: out the Mm-hmm. Waste, waste. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you have to pump that out first before inspecting. Um, I always tell people when you're selling your house, you should should take your stuff with you, mm-hmm. so you should have your waste pumped on your dime. So that's about four hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars, and then the inspection is one twenty five on top of that, and then um, then that you know that's it. That is if the lids are exposed. So Mm -hmm. a septic tank has two separate compartments, two separate lids. If they're exposed, if they have risers and they're exposed, they're easy to take off the lids, um, which are usually, you know, plastic if there's risers. If they have to be dug into the ground, they charge $150 an hour to dig. And it depends on what time of year it is. And to
0: find them. Exactly. And to find them.
1: Yes. Sometimes we've had, I've had houses I've gone to list, people go, I have no idea where my septic is. Mm -hmm. So that also means they haven't had it pumped, which could be an issue. So right. And they say every three to five years. So that $500, i would say roughly $500 every three to five years to have the, pump, the septic pumped.
0: And what is the lifespan of a well and a septic system?
1: So a septic system is if it's pumped on a regular basis and, you know, that's pretty, I mean, it's a concrete tank in the ground and then everything right. else goes in the groundwater. So if it's, if the waste is removed and not built up and gone into the dry wells, it, I mean, they could, I've seen them 50, 80 years old, mm-hmm. um, but if they're not maintained and, you know, there's an issue with the dry wells, then, you're, you know, you have – the tank doesn't necessarily have to be removed. Sometimes the older tanks will crack and roots will come in, mm-hmm. but um, usually if there's an issue, it, just need, it will need new dry wells. Okay. So that is to percolate the gray water back into the ground after it goes through the system. And so
0: is that the septic? That's just the septic. Okay, so then what's the lifespan of a well? So
1: a well, I mean, the problem right now we're seeing with wells is with the drought and with, you know, global warming and whatever is happening, um, the water table is going down. Mm -hmm. So some people have a well, say it's... I mean, in Wilton, the majority of Wilton, you hit water around 120 feet. Mm -hmm. um, But your well, like our well's 350 feet. So... The pump sits just right about water level. Mm-hmm. So if we have a drastic change in the, the water table, you might have to have your pump, your well pump lowered. Mm-hmm. And so that, I mean, it, can, it depends on how much you have to lower it, depending on the cost, like around 600 to $1,200 to have it lowered. But I mean, mostly it's just maintained. I mean, it's good maintenance and, you know, there's not a lot of upkeep. With a well, you know, you get your water by paying your, you know, you pay your electricity bill, and you can pump as much as you want. Right. So we irrigate our pastures for our cattle and that sort of thing. So right. Um, you're not on a meter yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, we key knew word. that might be coming, but <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: we're not on a meter yet. So it's basically, you know, the cost of the water is just paying
0: your electric bill. Okay. So. And, well, and so who are the utility providers out there for, you know, water, gas, mm-hmm. electricity, mm-hmm. internet? Yeah. So well is,
1: you know, your water mm-hmm. um, with SMUD paying, um, electricity, SMUD. Right. And then um, what was the other? Is gas
0: PG&E out No, there?
1: we don't have gas. We oh. Have
0: propane. Okay. Oh. So everyone, oh, yeah. Oh, prop- okay. So you
1: have, um, if you have gas, it's yeah. on, you have a propane tank.
0: I didn't even think about that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So there's no, yeah, it's not natural gas. So if you buy an appliance... That you have to have an adapter put on for propane because it is different than natural gas.
0: Are most homes out there built with like gas ranges? That so are I mean propane I
1: mean so in the seventies and eighties when Wilton you know kind of had the first surge, a lot of those were all those homes were all electric. Mm-hmm. But now people have come in and put in gas propane or tanks. propane, yeah. Yeah. So
0: interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. and then I know propane tanks you just. Whatever the cost yeah, of that is. Yeah, of
1: having propane and it right. and like there's certain times of year where propane is cheaper. Right. Yeah. So we have ours on autofill, but you know, three of my boys live and they live have a different budget than we do. So right. they like fill up when when, when, when needed. The, when needed when yeah. the price when the prices are better, you know, right. type of year. So and then um I think internet was yeah. another one. Yeah. Um so we have Frontier, which is not the best. Right. A lot of people have um SkyLink and Softcom, okay. I mean like the smaller providers. Yeah. Um Wilton's cell service and internet can be kind of yeah. questionable. Like we have great luck with Frontier, mm-hmm. but most people cannot stand Frontier. So it right. just depends on the location. We, you know, there's different I call them cell holes right Wilton
0: <laughs> I know there'll be times I know I'm talking to you or like I'm even driving out there and it's like oh I might lose you <laughs> yeah
1: well and my problem is I'll get in my car and I'll think be thinking of something I'll call someone and knowing that as soon as I get to the end of the road I'm going to lose your call right <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: all right you just let them know and hey that's kind of some people want that they yeah. want to take this step back in time and not. I know exactly a exactly so, exactly and yeah. some
1: days you know you don't have great service and you'll be I'll be driving into work and all of a sudden I'll get all these messages all at once well mm-hmm. Whatever has yeah. happened, I've been
0: <laughs> right exactly <laughs> out of touch. Um, so let's talk about uh schools because I'm sure there's a lot of families mm-hmm. that are raised out there. Um, so how are the schools in the area? And you know, is it are there ones there in Wilton? Do you have to go into Elk Grove or surrounding areas?
1: So there is an elementary school, um, that they rebuilt. My, my boys went there, it's Elk Grove Unified School District, which uh-huh. is a, is yeah, a great, great top, top yeah. five out of five school district, great school district. Um, Dillard Elementary is the elementary school right there in Dillard, um, about just under 400 students, small. Oh yeah. And, um, it's ranked 14 out of 44 in Elk Grove School District. Okay. And then you have to junior high and high school, you have to come into Elk Grove. It's about 15 minutes to the junior high and high school. It's a shared campus, Albionni and Pleasant Grove. And both of those are number one in Elk Grove School District
0: um, ranking. So there's a very good school system. Is there, um, like, out in Wilton, do, do they have school buses that pick kids up, Yeah, or so do parents yeah, have school, to do it?
1: School buses, but the majority of parents, I mean, most of the people, right. it's either a carpool with a neighbor, or, right. you know, when my kids were in high school, we had a carpool. But, um, yeah, so it's, there is a bus, but most people, you know, parents drop
0: them off. Right. Okay. Um, how far is Wilton from, you know, your highways, your public transportation, your airports? So
1: we are about 15 minutes, well, where I'm located. I'll say the heart of Wilton Mm -hmm. is about 15 minutes from Highway 99 and from Highway 50. Mm -hmm. Um, We're 45 minutes to an hour to the airport, just depending on how you hit Sacramento.
0: You know, what type of amenities and services are near Wilton? So like when I think of you know, okay, what I want to live in Wilton. Like, how far am I going to be from the grocery store? Because, like, you know, of course, my husband goes to the grocery store like every day because he forgets something, right? Yeah, so well, that might be he would incum- not like it. to live. In yeah, it, I was like, that might be inconvenient <laughs> in- for him. So um, that's the beauty of living yeah. in a
1: small community. If you need eggs or milk, you have neighbors. So <laughs> Who have chickens, yeah, and yeah. cows. So, yeah. <laughs> but the you know when I when we first were out there, we had to go all the way into Elk Grove, and it's not even where the stores are in Elk Grove. Now it was right. all the other side of Elk Grove, right? So, Now, we're pretty much 15 to 20 minutes from Folsom, Elk Grove, Galt. Right. We're kind of in that. And there's a great grocery store right now in Rancho Marietta that's 15 15 minutes away. So 15 to 20 minutes to any, you know, Mm -hmm. grocery store. Wilton, it does have a a fire station. There is a gas station. There is two small convenience stores. Mm -hmm. Um, The Wilton store and Dillard store, you know, are there. Um, Post office. But there's just – there's a secondhand store and an auto repair, but that's about it in the heart of actual will.
0: Right. Are there any, um, like, public parks or – well,
1: so everyone has a public park in their backyard. That's true. Because yeah. Property, so there are <laughs> So there's not any public. Parks. Like if you
0: want to explore another park, go next door. <laughs> exactly.
1: If you want, go on a nature hike. Go in the backyard. Yeah. Type thing. But so there's no actual parks. Right. Mostly, Elk, you know, Elk Grove. Right. or Yeah. Okay. Rancho but um, and then there is a, the little town of Sheldon off of Grant Line. There, mm-hmm. there actually are some amazing restaurants there. Sheldon Inn, Umai, there's two pizza places, there's a Chinese restaurant, there's a little barn cafe, and mm-hmm. Burt's Diner, and a yeah, couple that's, gas stations, and it's that's about 20 minutes, so yeah. um, not, not
0: horrible. Yeah, so. okay, awesome. Um, are there any environmental or zoning laws that may affect property use in Wilton versus, so, like, you know, the city obviously. Yes.
1: So if you're to buy land in Wilton, there are two things you have to worry about is if there's any wetlands on the property.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if there, Wilton, the environment out there is the, um, Swenson Hawk habitat. Mm-hmm. So if you are to build, there are things that will be considered. You might have to pay a mitigation cost, um, on a piece of property if there's wetlands or, they feel like there's a Swenson Hawk, um, so that's habitat. like
0: if you're deciding to buy land, that's a, so that's a cost you should probably research, <laughs> research before research, you get into. It can be, yeah, it can okay. be a
1: lot, and it just depends on how you know, like if you have to have your house there and you have to move move a vernal pool, it's going to be thousands of dollars. Wow, so um, yeah, something to consider. So
0: okay. So what, in your opinion, I guess, you know, really makes Wilton the place to live? What makes it different, special than other places?
1: Well, I think it's special because I raised my right. kids there. <laughs> exactly. And now, and my, now your kids now are all my living kids, there. Now my kids are raising my grandkids there. Yeah. So that's what I think is special. But right. it just has that small town feel. And actually, I mean, there's days where I wish we were out further. I mean, I mm-hmm. grew up in rural and I love rural and that's how I lived. I could never live in town. And
0: Right. And the just that knowing your neighbor kind of right, thing, yeah, knowing your you neighbor. You just don't get yeah. that. Well, thank you so much for joining me today You're and welcome. sharing all this information about. I, I really think it's like a little gem. It's it's it, such it is. a special it's kind of place. This little
1: bedroom community out, you know, like yeah. you say, I said half, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, but yeah,
0: thirty minutes from anywhere. Exactly. So. Yeah, you can you can do that country living with being close enough to yeah. the city, yeah. you know, to do everything you need to do. Yeah. So,
1: and I love to drive, so it doesn't bother yeah. me at all. Well, the,
0: yeah, I you know it's actually. <laughs> I, it's one of my favorite drives to do is, you know, because I live now over off of, you know, Fair Oaks mm-hmm. area. And if I have to go out, I'll go, I love going the back that roads, yeah, you yeah. know, because I grew up in Woodland. So yeah. I grew up near the country too. And yeah. I love, Just I'd rather, rather see a coyote
1: run by than yeah. sit in traffic at a stoplight. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, but you guys, if you have any questions on, you know, buying in Wilton, Diane is for sure your expert. Um, she services all of the... I mean, our tri-county area, but um, she's really great with any sort of country, rural property. So, And I've been out there so long that right.
1: <laughs> Wilton seems to hit the news every year at flood season. There oh, right. are areas of Wilton at flood. There's areas the consumeness is the only river that is not dammed, so it's not controlled. So, right. you know, there is water issues, and I can tell you every house that's going to have water issues.
0: <laughs> Which is interesting because... the. The amount of homes I've financed in Wilton, I actually don't know that I've ever had to put flood insurance on one. Yeah. No, usually
1: you don't. I mean, closer to the, you know, because a lot of the levees are um, personally owned Mm -hmm. Um, and they're not maintained. But, yeah, there are definitely areas that if the levee breaks that are lower than others. Right. Okay. Yeah. And they have, they did this past year after our wet winter... They have redrawn the flood map, okay. so you might be So somewhere. I might, I might you see, might see be some, some more. <laughs> okay. I think some are getting added, so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Diane's contact information will be in the show notes, so please uh, reach out to her with any questions you guys have, and she and her business partners are also all over social media, so all you got to do is look for the Johnson & Bauer Real Estate Group and you will find them, and they're very entertaining, so. <laughs>
1: Some more than others.
0: (laughs) I highly recommend following. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again for joining me. And uh, you guys will catch on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Lone Hunter podcast. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. Also, please leave me a review, good or bad, because I like honest feedback and always like to improve. Thank you so much for sharing and see you on the next episode. The Lone Hunter podcast is brought to you by Heather Hunter, NMLS number 129963, DRE number 01402583. Empire Home Loan supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 1839243.